Welcome to Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, with your host, Mr. James Gardino Sr. That's me. I'm going to be talking about dividend stocks and investing for weekly cash flow. My main goal, 1% return per week. These are live trading sessions. If you want to join in, just let me know. Now, on with the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we talk about and we actively invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. It is Tuesday, September 21st. It is 3.53 p.m. Now, I'm pretty sure you guys are asking, why is he checking in so late today? Well, as it would appear, last week I told you I went on vacation, visited my kids down in Florida, and I brought home something I didn't, really didn't want to bring home. Cold or the flu, one or the other. Well, apparently I brought home the flu. So I am sitting here recuperating and uh, just not feeling the greatest that I've ever felt. Plain and simple. Let's jump in, see where we are, see where we're going. I'm going to try to keep this short so I can keep their stress on my system a little bit low. All right, so we got the five positions that we carried through from last week. We did a bunch of covered calls yesterday. We did make our $1,000 with just doing the covered calls, which is a good thing. So I've made my goal. Now I'm trying to look at other stocks that may have, um, may be worth it for other people to invest in. So I'm just going to be looking over the Dividend Kings list for this month. Uh, at 921. Wow, the month is almost over already. Wow. Go figure. I know, really. It's the 21st. My, my, my. How time does fly. All right, so the 21st. So we're going to be looking at... Come on, let's wait for this thing to populate. It, it's just taking a long time for it to populate. Now, JPM, we took a look at yesterday, JP Morgan, because that was on... Um, what's his name's list? Warren Buffett's list. J.P. Morgan's on Warren Buffett's list as a dividend investing strategy for today. Uh, uh, no, for, for this week, I should say. All right, so this week, <clears throat> we are looking into uh, the second week of July. So UVV is the only dividend king on the list for two weeks. So let's take out UVV. UVV's got a 77 cent dividend coming up. Universal Corporation. Let's quickly take a look and see what they are doing. UVV. I may have gone over this yesterday. I'm not 100% sure. <clears throat> but all things put set aside. We're just going to quickly take a look at this. UVV started out the year last year at 42.18. Quickly found its bottom at 38.82. Now, from there right towards the end of October, she bounces off and gets up to a new high of 60.95. And that is towards the middle of, uh, middle towards end of May of this year. From there, I have no idea what went wrong, but it's nothing but down. 
hopefully, now from the high of 60.95, it's been nothing but down all the way to where she is today at 47.39. She hit a new 90-day low yesterday at uh, 46.78. Now, could that be the bottom? I really don't know. Okay, because this thing is in a downward trend on the one-year price chart. Okay, one-year price chart makes this thing look kind of like going sideways, you know. But but it, it fluctuates so much that it's hard to tell exactly. But for the last ninety days, hilariously on the downside, and that's never a good thing for people who try to buy stuff going on the upside. All right, so what are we looking at? <clears throat> All right, we're looking at a sideways market for this company. So that's basically two reasons right there to say, no, thank you, I'll go somewhere else. But I'm going to go through the motions. Might as well go through all of them. So let's take a look at the one year on the big chart. The big chart does have it coming out of a, uh, what do you call it? First, I've got to put the right company in there, UVV. UVV is going to be flat, so covered calls probably going to be the best if you really want to do it. There's more sellers than there are buyers. It's like a two to one ratio, twenty eight to, to to fourteen. Yeah, so twice as many sellers as there are buyers, and the trend is not the greatest in the world. And Friday again, this is another company. The average volume is around eighty ninety thousand. Okay, Friday the volumes at was that four hundred and six thousand so yeah I don't I don't know what 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 was so big about Friday I don't know all right so this was definite no for me no the numbers just don't look right the chart don't look right either and it is a um, monthly optionable yeah so we don't want that monthly it went to monthly all right, <clears throat> so let's look, take a look at the dividend aristocrats. Okay, so it's no for the dividend kings. The dividend aristocrats, here we go. JWA. John Wiley and Sons, thirty-two cent dividend. Let me take a look at the uh, trade grid first before I do that. Uh, JWA. All right. J W slash A. Monthly optionable. Don't like that at all. R O P. Uh, Roper Technologies. Let's give a quick look at those, see where they are. ROP, ROP, ROP. Another monthly. What's the scoop here? CMCSA Comcast. Ooh, this one should really be on my list like a no-brainer. All right, so CMCSA. I don't even have to do that because I know there's weekly options on that one. CMCSA into the one-year chart. We go, and it looks something like this. Stop. There's the closing bell. I'm going to continue on going anyway because some of these trades might be able to do first thing in the morning. 
CMCSA started out the year last year at 43, or is that 43, 44, somewhere in that area? 43, 44. Uh, went sideways for a smidge, uh, found its bottom at 40.97, right towards the end of the month. Once the new president was elected, this thing shoots up nicely and keeps on going and going and going to hit a high at 61.80. Now, some strange reason. A super duper down day. I like that word? A super duper down day. We uh, last Tuesday, this baby opened up at 60.35 and closed at 55.59. Why the big down day last Tuesday for Comcast? That I don't know. Quite a bit of volume. Let's take a look at seasonality to see where this thing might be going. All right, so we're in a little bit of a sideways market for this one. So sideways it is for Comcast. We're not going to expect anything big and huge from Comcast. But let's see what the big chart says. C-M-C-S-A. No, that is a nice little uptrend. Um buyers and sellers. There's more sellers than there are buyers for some strange reason. Uh, last Tuesday, a lot of volume. And the average volume for Comcast is right around 12 mil, 12 to 14 mil on average. But uh, last Tuesday, 54 million. Okay. Now that's something I might want to think about taking a look at. The anomaly when you have huge amounts of volume on a stock like that. How does the stock react the very next day? Okay, well, huge amounts of volume on an update, huge amounts of volume on a down day. And this is huge amounts of volume on a down day. Okay, but look what happened to the stock the very next day. Okay, she opened up at 55.50, hit a high at 57.68. Ended up closing at 57. That's not that huge. I mean, it looks like it on the chart, but it's really not. Okay. Neither here or there, fellows. Trade grid for Comcast. Trade grid for Comcast. Here we go. So at 56.19 over 56.20, that means there's a lot of volume out there. And the. The covered call right there. You buy the 56.20 and you sell the 56 for 60 cents a share. You're bringing in 60 cents, which is 1% for the week. You get right there. Yeah, in, you're out. It's if she stays right where she is or she goes up. She could even come down just a smidge and you'd still be okay. One of my favorite trades. All right, so Comcast does look good for that. I like that one. All right, who's next? All right, so next on the list, we have BRC, Brady Corporation. Let's take a quick look into the trade grid, make sure this is um, BRC. A monthly, no thank you. I'm going to pass on that one. 
GD is general dynamics. Now I don't have to check that because I know general dynamics has weeklies on it. GD, general dynamics, started up the year last year at 139.29. Went sideways for about uh, almost a month and a half. Found its bottom at the end of October at 129.17. President gets elected. Finds a trading range of 150. Trades there all the way up until beginning of February. After beginning of February, she just escalates to find a new high at 206.46. And this was just a couple of weeks ago. Actually, the beginning of the beginning of this month found its new high. From there, it's a, a slow decline. You get one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven out of the last ten days is on the downside. She's sitting at 191.66 at the moment. So, whatever reason, profit-taking um, is what I, I'm going to call it, profit-taking. Uh, Pull-back, uh, whatever you want to call it. But anyway, this was the Oh, look at this. I love it when the seasonale is like spot on. Okay, today is the high for this time for General Dynamics. So, the next couple of weeks has it going a little on the downside. All right, so seasonality for them, so it's a little bit on the downside. Uh, the 90-day chart, not not the greatest in the world. The big chart, let's take a look at the big chart for General Dynamics. There we go. All right, so for the last couple of days on the big chart is definitely plateauing. Kind of makes sense. Plateauing, not going up, not going down. Uh, the buyers and sellers are pretty close, 21 to 28. Uh, <clears throat> still sellers over buyers. Now, all the other companies that had huge volume last week, this one didn't. This one, the volume just stayed average. Okay, so the, for the last couple of days, the volume's are 1.2, 1.3. Okay, so nothing great there. So it's not giving me a huge warm fuzzy with general dynamics. Um, 191.74 over 191.82. Oh, I say 191.70 over 191.75. Okay. So if we were going to do that the covered call by the one by at the market at 191.78 because it keeps changing um, we'd sell the 190s for 265 or, or 270 somewhere around there so it'd be 192.70 but uh, nah, that's not that's only bringing in a buck it's a half a percent that doesn't make me a happy camper and besides, the numbers in the charts don't look right. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not that they don't look right. They got, you know, um, seven down days out of ten. Or, or, is that right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Seven out of nine. Or, you know, you could do seven out of ten. So seven out of ten last ten days. 
have been down days. Okay, so I, I as much as I love the dividend capturing strategy, I don't like going against the trend because the trend is what it is. That's the way it's trending until there's a reversal. So let's say the trend is your friend right up to the end. Okay, so that's general dynamics. That one's not that bad. Uh, GIS, General Mills. Now they got, oh, come on, General Mills. GIS. Come on, monthly option. Really? General Mills has been around forever. OZK, Ozark. Wait a minute. Bank Ozark, okay. 27 cent dividend. Let's take, take a look at that one. OZK. O-Z-K into the one year, into the trade grid, and it's a monthly option also. Wow. I gotta change this. T. Don't even have to guess on that one. AT&T. There you go. There you go. AT&T started out the year last year at 28.46. Found at the bottom at 26.35. Now, AT&T's been around for quite a while. After the election, because this is right towards the end of October, after the election, this thing just jumps up to a trading range of 28.55. I mean, really? From 26, this thing goes to 28? It just stays. It spiked a little bit, the 32, but it just came right back down again to that trading range of 28. goes sideways, and then it um, finally breaks out of that trading range right around March, beginning of March, escalates up to 33.88. And that's the high of the year. I mean, come on, from 26 to 33, that's only a seven point, a $7 increase on a $26, $27 star. It's not that big of an increase, especially not compared to what some of the other companies done in comparison directly related to the anomalyptic event that I like to call um, the presidential election. Anomalyptic event. Because it only happens once every four years. And it does directly affect some stocks. All right. Anyway, so from the high of 33.88, she falls and then falls hard. Okay. By the next day, she's closing at 29.73. And then she continues a slow decline until she gets to where she is today, 27.02. Now... Doesn't make everybody happy. All right. Now. Um, so we got a 52 cent dividend on the line. Let's check out what seasonality looks like for AT&T. Everybody knows who AT&T is. All right. So AT&T should see a, a slight incline. Okay. So based on just that information alone, that's a good candidate for covered call or div cap play, you know, because you have a um, anticipation of it going up, but not hugely, you know, not uh, going to affect everything. So you get the bid at twenty seven, the ask at twenty seven oh one, and um, the covered call. If you bought the at the money, you could sell the twenty seven call for twenty two cents a share. Or the 26 and a half, which would be kind of pointless because at the money you're getting 22 cents and in the money you're getting 6 cents. 
doesn't really make any sense to me. So I'd do the 27, which is add the money. Um, alrighty, that's that. What does the big chart say for AT&T? Oops. The big chart for AT&T looks a little bit like this. The stock is in a downtrend. And there are more sellers than there are buyers by not by much. It's only 13 by 18. You know, you got uh, 13 for the for the buyers and 18 for the sellers. So it's not a huge spread. And this one also on Friday had huge volume. Not not huge, but it's normally 27 million on average. You know, daily daily volume. But um, on this Friday, the one that just passed, 67 mil. So an average of 28 mil, and then she jumps up to 67. That's more than double. So I'm kind of interesting. I'm kind of interested in seeing how to take advantage of that kind of information. So how does that stock directly relate? How does the stock price directly relate to the doubling of the volume? Okay, so what, what, what would happen? You know, if we had twice as much volume, what happens the next day? That's an interesting idea. I, I want to uh, um, follow through on that one. Maybe. I don't know. Depends how much time I get to play with. All right. Uh, back to here we go. To UVV where I looked at. Verizon is going to be the last one on the list today. Uh, VZ. Well, might as well. We just did AT&T. We might as well do Verizon. Okay. So Verizon started out the year last year at 59.44. All right, unlike everyone else, finds its high right at the beginning of December at 61.95. From there, didn't take long to find its low. And it, listen to this. The low, 53.83. 61.95 is the high of the year. And the low of the year is 53.83. Come on, I could live with that. Anyway, finds its low in the middle of February. From there, just kind of like back up to that trading range of what, 55 to 59. And then from where we go, we got the 59.78 in, in the middle of May. And then from there, it's just nothing but down. But, you know, even down for the year, from the, from the high of the year, she said 54.05. It's not that huge of a difference. I mean, you're not losing a whole hell of a lot of money here. All right, so let's take a look at seasonality for Verizon. See if it has anything substantial to uh, back it up, so to speak. All right, here we are. We a little bit of a dip, then a spike. Okay, so maybe dipping. And by the end of the week, she should rally at a high. So she should hit up by the end of the week. That being said, let's take a quick look at... the big chart. Now the big chart for Verizon VZ the big chart for Verizon okay she has the trend line is flat basically not going anywhere might have a little slight downturn towards it um, there are more sellers than there are buyers it's a 14 to 20 um, nothing major. Again, this this company also had big volume on Friday. Uh, just doesn't look hugely favorable. 
All right, so Verizon at the bid at 54.05 and the ask at 54.10. Yeah, so the at the money is only going to pay out 34 cents. Not really worth it. You know, if I'm going to do it, I'm on at least a 50 cent um, premium on a $50 stock. This was only giving me a 34 cent premium on a $50 stock. I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of volume. Maybe there's a lot of action. Who knows? I don't. But anyway, all that being said, all that being equal, this is James from Dividend Stock Talks. Not more much to go over today. Uh, tomorrow, I have uh, three to go over. ACN, ACN FLIC and OGE. Take a look at those. ACN is Accenture Place. Flick is first of Long Island Corporation. The first of Long Island Corporation. Interesting. Never even heard of that. And OGE Energy Corporation. Okay, well, those are the three we're going to look at tomorrow. But as of today, <clears throat> we got that one good play that I looked at, and I forget which one it was. <laughs> Comcast, yes, that's what it was. Comcast was a good, uh, a good candidate for today. Okay, all that being said, all that being equal, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk. I'm going to catch you guys tomorrow to see what's happening. Anything new, anything interesting. All right, other than that, I'm signing out for today, and I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.